Good morning. This is John Murtha with 89.9 FM Radio, Power Radio, coming to you from Lorain, Ohio, on a beautiful spring day. And we're very happy that all of you tuned in this morning. I think we have a great show. Yeah. And uh, here in the uh, radio uh, station is Wanda Ewing, of course. who has been our engineer for so long. We just appreciate all the work that Wanda does. And my good friend and assistant, David Abood. Good morning, David. Good morning, John. Good to be here today. It's Beautiful very day. good to be here yeah. today. And we have a special guest. Actually, uh, Dr. Michael Sang was on the show last year. Many yeah. remembered uh, that show, and we got a lot of good uh, responses from oh, that. Oh, boy, did we. We got Absolutely. a lot of good responses from that. And actually, uh, Michael will be speaking at Bay Presbyterian Church for the men's breakfast. We'll yes. talk more about that right. later, okay? Right, right. Uh-huh. So, Dr. Uh, Sang, we're very happy to have you again in the studio. Thank you. Love to be here. Good. And uh, for those that don't remember, uh, Dr. Sang, Dr. Michael Sang, uh, is a Christian uh, psychiatrist, counselor. Mm-hmm. Uh, many people, uh, he's helped many people uh, with his, his gifts and his training over the years. And right here in our location, you can give out more information later if you would like to, doctor. But we're going to just talk today about uh, kind of the world we live in and, and the problems that yeah. so many people are beset by. And that uh, there is uh, tools out there yeah. for help people that are that are caught up in bondages and addictions and substance abuse and issues of anxiety, depression, pornography, uh, so many different things. And, you know, Jesus came and he said, I have come that I might set you free and you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. And in John chapter 10, he actually says, I have come that you might have life and life more abundantly. And so many of us, even as Christians are now living that abundant life yeah. of victory uh, that Jesus has promised us. And so, uh, Michael, maybe you can just greet the audience. Uh, I'm going to call you doctor. I'm going to call you Michael. <laughs> so just say hi to everybody. Michael works fine for me. <clears throat> Hello, everyone. I'm glad you're to be here, and I'm glad that you're listening, and I'm hoping that we can you know, help in, in, in any way that you may you know, feel the need. And, you know, if there's, you have questions or whatever, please get to us because, you know, there are, there, there are answers. You know, Jesus, you know, lets us know that there are answers, and, and, you know, we try to, you know, pass on the good, the good news. Thank you. Thank you, Michael. So, you know, when, you, when we look at these issues today, and, and we're going to look at a couple in particular but, mm-hmm. of these addictions, but sometimes we, we kind of sweep them under the rug. You yeah. know, we want to talk about, oh, well, you might have issues with depression or anxiety or pornogra- pornography or something. But really, when you were a medical doctor before you were a psychiatrist, Michael, and if somebody came to you with an infected tooth, or they have a cut that you have to suture, you give them medicine and you help them. You don't want them walking along limping. But when we come to these emotional, spiritual issues, we tend to not look at them and we, and we feel shy about or shamed or guilty. And, but to realize that God has blessed us with helpers uh, that have tools that can help and, and set us on that freedom road. Yeah. For example, David, yes, please. I, I think the, the, the cut or whatever is a great example. Mm-hmm. Because you know you may you go to a doctor, it takes care of the cut, but you know why was it infected? Mm. Why did the infection stay? Why didn't it heal? And so often, you know, someone may have anxiety or depression, and you know they're not they don't even really realize that you know that there's an underlying issue, you know, whether it be addiction of one kind or another, or problems within your relationships. And so you go on and you you take a medication or you, you know, you you take care of that cut, and then you know it just to come back again and again, usually worse. So the longer that we don't take care of how we think, so like addiction, for example, is how we think about one of God's gifts. Yeah. 
you know, and we can either think about it as God intended, mm-hmm. in which case it's going to explode wonderfully, or, you know, if we don't, it will explode in another way. Exactly right. Yeah. And, and again, using that, that cut that leads to an infection, why people don't go to the doctor is because it's not bothering them that much until it reaches a critical state, or like going to the dentist. You don't go to the dentist until you feel the infected tooth, which is usually too far down the line. And so when we come to these addiction issues, yeah. this thing has hit a problem, a, 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 a mm-hmm. crescendo, if you will, uh, and uh, you were looking for help. And I know, David, you were talking to a bunch of men about this yeah. very issue. Maybe yeah, you could set um, that up. Yeah, we had our men's retreat for Bay Prez a couple weeks ago, John as you know, and uh, one of the topics was uh, pornography mm-hmm. addiction. And we had a speaker there. And one of the things, too, that, that you know the rub I got from the meeting is when the infection goes deep, there's fear <clears throat> and anxiety and even wanting to go to the doctor because you don't want to know what's wrong. And you're not even sure it can be fixed. And you get paralyzed. And so a lot of these guys are paralyzed in fear. They're ashamed. The, the guilt is festering up. So, you know, it became clear. You know, one of the things I, I said uh, when I let off with our panel discussion is I basically said I wanted to leave them something just so that they had hope and they would move and they would start to go to a doctor or start to look for Christian people. I said men need men to become men. And, you know, give them something simple to take away with that. And we also talked about the fact that we are soldiers for Christ. And when you're a soldier for Christ, you don't become a soldier alone. You don't sit there with your shield alone. You are better as a group and you protect each other. You know, um, Satan goes around like a lion. 1 Peter uh, 5.8, you know, he, if you take a look at the wild, you know, what, what does a lion do? He waits for the weak. He waits for the for the herd uh, to leave the herd, and then he goes devours them. So one of the things we have to do is we have to stay together in a community, especially if you have an addiction. How else could you get through it? So you know, just some of the high level stats. Um, you know, uh, th- these were a couple years ago, but over 20 million Americans over the age of 12 have an addiction of some kind. 100 people die every day from drug overdose. That rate has tripled in the past 20 years. There are 40 million Americans, approximately, that are regular visitors to porn sites. One of three of those are women. 70% of men age 18 to 24 visit porn sites in a typical month. Do you know 20% of, uh, of men admit to watching porn online at work? Mm. Wow. So, you know, th- those are just some very high-level stats. But, you know, when we were at this retreat, about 40% of the guys mm. came up and said we have this issue. And so, you know, it... it That's it, pretty astounding. Yes, it is. Because that, you know, to admit yeah. that. Yes. Because um, it, it is, it is uh, in an addiction, you know, the, usually your, your best strength... Mm-hmm. You know, is being you know mishandled, misused, yeah. and so you know if you're kind and compassionate, you know, and you're you're you really like to help help people, mm-hmm. well, you know, you 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 do that, and you help, and you help, yeah. and you help, and yeah. you help, and you're empty, and the people that you help, you know, start to attract you in another way. Right. And now I'm yeah. now I'm down a road, and I want to help this person no matter what. And I'm trying to help this person no matter what. No matter what means I have now, instead of doing God's will, 
I kind of see myself as God, mm-hmm. and and I am helping him. Now I won't say that, but that's kind of what happens. You know, I will do whatever it takes, and whatever it mm-hmm. takes usually crosses boundaries, and now we're in trouble, and now we're and it doesn't work, and it's because as I focus my energies down with this strength that has always done good by me, you know. It's not working. Mm. It's not working. It's not working. And the rest of my life is just, it gets consumed yeah. by doing that. Yeah. And so here I am doing the best I possibly can for this situation, and I'm getting ever more lost. Mm-hmm. And then it just goes from there. Michael, you're both a medical doctor and a trained psychiatrist. Can you explain how a habit progresses to an addiction, to uh, a bondage, that, that the individual by that time feels like, he can't get out of this. He's yeah. in a cycle. This stuff. So Can you explain that process. So habits are good. Uh-huh, right. You get up in the morning, you drink some water, do a little working out, you know, you you read a little bit of the Bible, you apply it to your your, your relationships of the day, you try to, you know, kind of build that relationship by 1%. And so you're going, you're building these habits and and you, you know, you you get to the point where you get good at doing that. Mm-hmm. And so as you're getting good at doing that, you know, there are also, you know, ways of you know, habits that aren't quite so good. Sure. And, you know, when, you know, we have two circuits in our, in our brain, you know, both that deal with emotions. Emotions is how I feel about you. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's what's the value of that I, I hold, you know, in this relationship. I mean, that is the definition of emotion. Sure. And your emotions start in your body. Mm-hmm. And they work their way up to your thalamus where you kind of wake up and say, whoo-hoo, I'm having that emotion. I see. And then there's a long and a short circuit. In the, the, ner- in the nervous system. Uh, in, in the brain itself. Okay. In that long and short circuit, the short circuit, you know, when it's done right, it gives you nuance. You know, hey, this person looks happy. This person looks sad. And it lets you kind of join with them where they are. And then if there's something scary out there, it also tags you and says, hey, there's something, there's danger there. So God has given us that circuit for that purpose. Mm-hmm. And so when the, the long circuit, which, which does connect all the way down to your toes, you know, can, is where we you know, from a neurobiological standpoint, communicate with God. You know, it's like that temple of the Holy Spirit. It's, it's kind of that, it's, it's not God, you know, but it, it resonates, you know, for us with God mm-hmm. through the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when that long circuit is, is dominating, the short circuit serving, we're fine. But, you know, when that short circuit, you know, starts to lead a bit, and so we, we thoughtlessly get into, wow. instead of in the morning thinking, how can I make my relationship with my wife, my friends, my, you know, my colleagues, my life interest partners better? You know, I'm just, oh, that guy was doing that. That looks good. And then all, the, all these little seeds get planted. You know, and if I'm not every day, you know, kind of combing my garden mm-hmm. for yeah. those rocks, yeah. they will come up. And if I'm not watching as, as are my relationships growing, and what we tend to do, our brain, you know, thinks in, in the separate relationships. So how I treat my wife is going to be different from how I treat any other woman on the planet. Mm-hmm. And there's different sleeves that the brain kind of works with. So every day in the morning I get up and I look at those sleeves and how can I, you know, love God more? How can I put, you know, push you know, my, my love of God, you know, to my wife, to my friends, to my colleagues? Mm-hmm. So I'm checking out each sleeve. If we don't do that, if we're not monitoring so you measure, you monitor, you know, how, how am I applying my faith? How am I growing in my faith? How am I praying continuously mm-hmm. through this day? And then at the end of the day, hey, what worked and what didn't? So if I'm not doing that, well, then you're right. I'm going to start picking up some habits that are just going to be swearing a little bit too much, 
you know, watching a little something that I shouldn't have watched, that movie. It was a little risque, but whatever. And then I kind of like that actress, and now here we go. And the longer than that goes, it ties in with your strength. So there are no neurons where you don't you have a strength. So if, a, if someone comes to yeah. the Lorraine County Community College, who's the best artist in the world, and I miss yeah. it, mm-hmm. I don't care mm-hmm. because I can't draw a straight line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if I have a wonderful healer is there that could give me, I'm going to be there no matter what. Right. So here there are neurons there. Unfortunately, those habits tie in with my strengths. And then they get tied in and who I serve. So now they're in a relationship. You know, these, these, these habits that I wasn't watchful for, that I'm not monitoring for, you know, are now a part of this. And it can be a part of my relationship with God where I might think that I'm such a good psychiatrist that I can heal anyone. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and so if someone's not getting better, it's my fault and I need to be doing something more. Sure. Rather than, you know, asking myself, you know, am I the one who should be helping this person in this situation? Okay. So it can, it can interfere. You can have an addiction, you know, addictive thoughts or, or addictive habits start to be placed between you and, you and God, you know, and reciprocally, then it will be in all of your relationships. Or it may be in a singular relationship. You may, you know, do relatively well, but in this relationship, maybe with patients, maybe with, uh, you know, family members, maybe with, you know, you, you treat everyone else well, but you come home and kick the dog. And so, yeah, but I should be able to, you know, just relax in my own home. Why should I have to, mm-hmm. to, to you know, you know, be on my guard at home? Sure. So all these excuses start to show up. So if I, so now I've got habits. They're they're t- tied to specific relationships. If it's in a godly relationship, you know, if it's between you and God, it'll be throughout your life. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it will begin, you know, as that that little cut in one of the relationships, then slowly grow to incorporate the others. You know, and you know, as you as you go along, not measuring, not monitoring, you know, and probably being somewhat successful in your strength, you know, you start to equate some of these addictive habits that you've done. Um, you know, if I don't, you know, hug my patient after a session, if I don't, whatever, you know, then then they're not going to know that I really care, and so that gets just somehow tied in, and not now you're you're getting you know, twisted and turned. And as it goes on and on and on, you I mean, and it spreads everywhere, what, what, what you end up with is you're holding yourself up high for what you've attained in life, you know, and, you're, and then if they knew some of the things that I do or yeah. don't do or the way that I'm starting to think, right. and so that uh, now I can't talk about mm-hmm. that, now it's hidden. And it's hidden from me because mm-hmm. I don't want to believe it. It's hidden from everyone else. And then the more it's hidden, the quicker, deeper it spreads. Suppression. I got a question. You know, Romans chapter 12 says, present your bodies as a living sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And then the next verse will say, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So what goes along what you're saying, Michael, is we have to actively look at these thought, these thought processes that get in, monitor them, because there's no neutral ground here. We're going to be conformed to that. And if it's a bondage or if it's pornography or bitterness, mm-hmm. we're going to go in that direction and even not only rationalize, but you end it by saying we almost suppress it. We push it down, on down, and rather than letting that we transform. Deify it. We deify, deify it. it. Make it like an It's idol. because I hug my patients. Uh-huh. You just don't care enough. You know, you know, I, but I do, and you know, you know, I'm a man. I'm a, I, I drink. I can drink like this or whatever. You don't drink. <laughs> what kind of a man are yeah. you? So literally, in every addiction, there's a deification. You know that. Like an idol, almost. An idol, yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yeah you, you know, the, I, I guess this really is one of the reasons 
you know, it's a blessing to be a Christian early in life because I saw a stat that the average age that th these, uh, these children look at porn is 11. So you talk about the wound getting festered and more infected at that age. I mean, I remember myself at 11. I, I wasn't that, that bright in terms of the worldly, you know, what I was supposed to do, and I sure didn't have my faith. I only really got it eight years ago. So I'm just thinking about those folks that do have addictions, and if they start that early, I mean, so, I mean, that that's tough. I mean, how do you handle yeah, the, that? Yeah. I mean, it truly Especially, with with the, yeah. like the you know, it, it's funny. It'll it'll be controlled like whatever you you were introduced to that helped mm -hmm. you to have faith, you know, at whatever yeah. age, you know, your that you're going to organize your your long circuits of your brain the 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 deep wide good circuits of your brain around that it's going to be incomplete I meaning so wherever you learn that you learned it like like for me with my grandma you know of, mm. you know three four five six seven and then you know she died when i was about eight so i there i had um, i just an exposure to a wonderful woman who mm. could heal almost anyone who came to her porch and i was a part of it i was there i sat there you know with her bible in hand i'm in the other hand mm. while she's you know having these young men come up and just you know in in a half hour just you could tell the pop and so wow. i was exposed to that you know but thereafter you know i wasn't thereafter after she's died you know given the way that you know that uh, the the family otherwise was you know, my parents married when I was, uh, when, when they were, my mom was 15 when she had me. She married, they married at 14, mm. you know, and my dad was like 20 and they had their issues. Okay. And, it's like fiddler on the roof. <laughs> and, young. and what they didn't have was, was a solid faith mm. life. Mm. So there I was, you know, I had this intro, intro mm -hmm. magical, you know, healing mm. kind of an intro, you know, and then all of a sudden things, all these things start coming on. And for, for what I have seen is, so there will be, so I will have this sense of that, that is God. That is if I help another and I should be able to help everyone and I should be able to, to just be able to work magic, you know, because, you know, all the God has provided for me and everything. So, and when I can't, I will just put more resources into it until it by God goes, you know, mm -hmm. which is halfway decently successful most of the time, but when it's not. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if I had had more of a, you know, so we did go to a Catholic church but my mother and father didn't have a common faith. Mm. And so we went Sundays. And that's just not praying continuously. Mm -hmm. It's not even learning what all that's about. And that is when you're first exposed to your sexuality and everything. And so many of us, many of the people that I treat, you know, where they, you know, it's, it's modern romance, you know, it's dad's hustler, mm -hmm. you know, it's whatever. And it's all, you know, hush, hush and all this kind of stuff. And so the whole thing develops addictively first, well, you know, without cover. You know, but I think if you're raised in a home that at that point in time is giving you good cover, you know, and is and is actually predicting that. I mean, I had one poor young man that, you know, he had a, 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 a diagnosis that I thought that there's no way that he's even interested, you know, in sexuality. Little did I know that I was wrong, you know, and he you know, got involved in you know, pornography, you know, and then when he turned 18, you know, he ended up spending time in prison. Mm -hmm. And so us thinking that our children are not being exposed mm -hmm. to it, not predicting it and not you know, kind of like, you know, leading the way and how to educate about, you know, you know, men and women and families and, and, and what works and what doesn't. You know, it really leaves our kids you know, exposed. Cool. And if we could if we could help that part. But in, I love what you said about early faith. 
you know, your brain is such that if at you know, two, three, four, five, if you get exposed to, you know, the, the real meaning of Christmas, the real meaning of Easter, there, you know, you can think in this, in, the, in a magical way that will never be available to you again. Mm-hmm. And so you're, and, and, it, and it's just fun to have that, that rich of a grounding. Yeah, and we were talking about your grandmother and mine. Yeah. Uh, but before we started the show, and what just hit me is, you know, um, I talked about this on one of the shows, is when I think about Jesus Christ, and I think about a person that emulates that in my life, it was definitely my grandmother in a lot of forms. And the second person that God brought to me was John Murtha. And But what I know about my grandmother is the guilt, whatever I did wrong at the house with my father, I was getting beat up or whatever the case was, I did doing something wrong, you know, she would forgive you immediately and she never judged you. And that safe harbor allowed me to open up to mm. her and feel like I had a safe harbor. So um, one of the things that, that I would ask you is some of the guys that I've talked to talk about their broken homes yeah. and the fact that they there was no place. They didn't know any better. They didn't know how to open up. If they opened up, they got beat up because oh, yeah. their dad thought it was a sign of weakness. So the question is, when you take somebody in like this, do you you teach them the faith and then you teach them how to trust somebody? Mm-hmm. And, and Jesus Christ is that, I mean how do well, you when go you, about it well, when you think about you know the woman caught in adultery yeah I mean so all these guys these these Jewish men are, mm-hmm. are got stones in their hands and I imagine they're starting to pelt her along yeah and here's this other Jewish man and you know she opened up to him I mean just by his countenance just by the way he walked up just by yeah. that kindness and there are mirror neurons that exist in our in our yeah. brains and if you look at someone's forehead, you'll see their forehead. If you look down a little bit and you see, look into their eyes, there's something else. And so that, you know, when you're in him, mm-hmm. when you and, and, and Christ and the Holy Spirit and the Father are, are one and you see mm-hmm. someone struggling and you see the, the Christ in them, you see God in them, you see Jesus' arms around them mm-hmm. looking at you, mm-hmm. you know, you can't help but take on a countenance and a warmth. It's just like my grandmother would do. Hmm. I mean, these, these teenagers would come with bloody yeah. knuckles yeah. and she'd say, oh, look at your poor knuckles. How did they get hurt? Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there going, oh my God, mm-hmm. even at six, I'm sitting there going, I would not have wanted to be on the receiving end of those knuckles. Yeah, right. But she always led with that. Yeah. And if, from a brain standpoint, what you're doing is, you know, there's this dark place where the, you know, the, the short-circuited part of the, of the brain is taking over. And it doesn't see relationships at, at all. It doesn't see a relationship with God. It doesn't see a relationship with the other person. And it's just pure judgmentalness. And there, you know, but it is made. It is created by by God mm-hmm. to just with His mere presence to break it. Hmm. And so, literally, if you have that thought of, of of the Father, you have the thought of of the Holy Spirit. You know, kind of going back and forth with others. And you have the thought of Jesus as your as your as your, your godly brother. Hmm. You know, that will just it, it, it just it's just strongest thing that you have to just break that yeah. addiction and now open to, okay, now, now we've broken it, but now we have to learn how to keep it there. Yeah. Because as soon as you do that, the longer circuits you know, are, are not judgmental. Your longer circuits are, are incredible and they have the ability to, to see mm-hmm. you know, the, the warmth, to see our yeah. real relationship. Right. So instead of me helping you from a, from a Christian standpoint, from a, from a uh, biological standpoint, Hey, how can we help this relationship? How can we make this relationship, you know, m- you know, better mm. in Him, and, and to serve not only us, you know, but to serve everyone who knows us. So yeah. it serves each yeah. of us, 
within mm -hmm. serves both of us within our relationship and serves the greater good. Your mothers, your fathers, your aunts and uncles, your, your kids. And so that's, that really kind of fine tunes and let God, let God be there and, and to write that. Mm -hmm. So it's not really a place where it's forever broken. Yeah. It's yeah. just a, you know, that this short circuit should be not leading. It should uh -huh. be following the long circuit. And so as long as it's, you put that God energy yeah. right on that addiction, you just think, you know, you're, you're getting so angry you can't stand it. And you just say, wait a minute. Like my brother told me, Jesus, mm. be with me in this anger. Be with me at this moment. Be with, and it just breaks it. Because what you've done is you've now, all you did was lead with the right circuit. Yeah. So instead of bending your elbow backwards and hurting it, mm -hmm. you've bent it the right way. Yeah. So you're not, a, you feel lost. Just like Paul was, why do I do what I don't want to right. do and all that? You, know, you feel lost. You mm -hmm. feel like there's no answer, but there is. And there is only one. Yeah. You have to tie up. You have to, you have to ignite the long circuit. The long circuit calls you know, for, for something greater than yourself yeah. you know, to bond with. And it, not, not, not just to think about, but to believe in no exists. Mm -hmm. If you, you know it exists, then that long circuit will, will, will ignite. Yeah. And you know, God's the one who created us. He created us that. for faith. Yeah. If you keep that up on a day-to-day -day basis, you'll literally not only strengthen all those circuits, but the thalamus will change. The thalamus is where you first perceive, you know, being awareness. Mm -hmm. It will change. And it will, so you will perceive your perceptual abilities will shift. Mm. There's an area in your, your right parietal lobe that gives you your sense of who you are. Yeah. Identity, your self-identity. Right, and it thickens and it connects much more richly with every part of the brain. So literally, you know, when you, when you have that faith, you know, you know that Jesus loves you. You know that you just know it. You know that God made you. And you know the Holy Spirit's helping you mm -hmm. to communicate with all, all others. Mm -hmm. And you walk like that, those areas of the brain richen and connect you know, better and more richly so that when you do have any kind of a problem, you just, you know, hold that cross in your, that's in your pocket yeah. a little more tight. Yeah. And all of a sudden, yeah. woohoo! And, and that is true power. You know, I, I wrote something down here. Trust in a higher power. Really, one of the most common messages in the Bible regarding sin or addiction is that righteousness, peace, salvation, or sobriety all comes from reorientating yourself with the spirit rather than the pleasures of the flesh. 1 John 3, 8 says, walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. There's and, no and, way that short circuit can satisfy. Yeah. The short circuit isn't big enough yeah. to satisfy. The long yeah. circuit goes down to your toes. The short circuit does not. Hmm. And so you can have all the money, power, riches, glory, and whatever mm -hmm. in your life, and you can forget it. It's not sustaining. It, it's, it doesn't mm -hmm. include a relationship with you, your God, right. or the other anyone else yeah. in your life. Yeah. It runs on its own, and so it poops out. Yeah. So would that be like narcissism? I mean, the the, the self is just focused on self and the immediate needs. Right. So right, it right, dismisses right. what you call long circuit is almost like the circuitry that's left when we were made in the image of God, even though yes. we're fallen before we come to Christ. That 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 that, that uh, electrical system or that uh, right. wiring is still there. That, that's why we perceive there's something more. There's transcendent. Yeah. Absolutely, and, and just like you said, fallen. You know, mm -hmm. where even though we have that, that long circuit's there, right. but, you know, so the long circuit was first, and everything else was created to serve it, you know, and yet we are not aware of its existence. We're aware of our conscious mind. Right. We are not aware of our subconscious mind, uh, uh, that it exists at all. And so the subconscious mind, it, it's, it has this huge desire to say, 
no, I'm here. Mm. You know, I'm here. <laughs> come on, come on. I've been with you forever. I've been. With you. I remember everything. I've, I can see around you all the, everything that's going on. But I need you to name me. So the conscious mind names hmm. and puts names on. And names so, all the animals. Yeah, yeah, it, it names all the animals. Hmm. It, it names. I mean, just any every word. Like a bird is flying in the sky and you're looking at it, and all of a sudden you say, "What an ugly bird." Mm -hmm. That bird wasn't ugly until you put words on got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> you know. Sure. So here. You know, it is wanting you to put words on it. Mm -hmm. It needs you. It, it, it has this desire to. And sometimes we misread that desire for money, power, glory, fame, whatever. But it's, it's looking for that something greater than yourself. Something really else. The only thing that works is, you know, something outside, outside the, 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 the realms. And it has to be a personal relationship. Wow. And if it's not, if it's just a, you know, uh, I'm going to be a good guy, that does not explain the power of the subconscious mind. I mean, when you look at someone and you see someone who's able to just look at someone and help them to heal, mm -hmm. you know, who has just this countenance yeah. that's, that's unbelievable. So that takes organization, you know, and so there, there has to be a, a personal, you know, it, you know, it has to be a relationship. Yeah, right. And as you so often say, you know, that Christianity has, is the, you know, worldwide religion that has and includes a personal relationship. That's the key. With God. That's that is the key. Unlocks. For the to unleash the power of your subconscious mind. That's it. I have a question. I'm just shift gears a little bit. In your practice now, the past 20 years, what have you seen in terms of the arc of these these bondages that are coming into into, into popular culture and media and entertainment? As David just quoted, these statistics uh, regarding pornography. From your vantage point, because you're dealing with people that are coming in here broken, addicted, and bonded. Uh, why this thing is rapidly accelerating? Am I correct in this? And it seems like it's going to a younger age. The the material is much more explicit and yeah. accessible. It's the internet. Um, what do you? What is? Just give me a feel for your perception as a doctor and a psychiatrist and a Christian counselor. Well, you know, you know, I can only kind of speak for the United States because you know the world is in, in sure. really different places. Mm -hmm. But you know, in our country, you know, we had you know in the '60s this revolution. You know, and with every revolution, you know, there's good. I mean, I remember my mother saying, Michael, these commercials are so terrible. Look mm -hmm. at how they, they, they judge five women. Yeah. And, and I was at, at mm -hmm. 12 years old. I, I looked at them and I didn't see it. Yeah, sure. And, you know, now I look back and I go, oh, my God. And so certainly there was a lot of good done in the 60s. Mm -hmm. But what did change is we had a, a tremendous uh, shift in the family unit. Mm -hmm. You know, and so mm -hmm. all of a sudden, you know, both both members of the family wanted you know, or, or were told that they should want to work. Outside. One of the things that my um, my, my mother really you know, hated was that the that in her mind the women's movement turned against her too. Mm. So they, mm. you know, she you know, she raised kids. Sure. Mm -hmm. And so you know, now now the men don't don't think that childbearing is whatever. Well now, apparently you know, from her perspective, a majority of women would look down their nose at her. Mm -hmm. And so there was a. You know, we, we, we really just kind of, we, we changed things kind of, sort of, but what we didn't do was, was kind of every person has a, their, their, their relationship with God and every person is responsible to that relationship with God to, to do what's best, you know, in their life. Sure. You know, that really didn't happen. And so the, you know, the family unit, you know, got really tore up because, you know, who says what, what, what yeah. is a family unit? Right, you know, right. what is a man and a woman? What is a... And, you know, and so I, what I saw was that the children were being less and less raised. So there's less and less structure, yeah. like we were talking about before, right. to make sure that when you mm -hmm. go through these ages, you got mm -hmm. someone 
at home mm-hmm. and you put them on your your, your yeah. lap and saying, hey, what happened to you, big boy or big yeah. girl? Mm-hmm. And then you're right, the internet just, in, everything is available to anyone at any time at any it, age. It, what just, and you know what, what you just said about the families, I wonder if this is the reason this stat is what it is, Michael. In the U.S., internet porn pulls in 2.84 billion per year. The entire worldwide industry is 4.9. We're, you know, so we're half. And it's in the U.S. And what, it's is that because of the broken families and whatnot? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, Over the other countries. And, and it's, and it's, you know, when you when you get rid of a law or a yeah. rule and don't replace it with another one, you know, it becomes okay. Mm-hmm. I, I did a, a a small study, you know, when I was a senior in high school. Hmm. You know, on uh, on on the abortion, that was it was 1973. You know, it was it was Roe just versus Roe versus Wade, yeah. whatever. And I and I said, here's the problem. You know, you know, it's it's okay for you know for for this situation that you know the woman's life's in order or is at risk or whatever. You know, say what are our other reasons? You know, why one should be able to have an uh, what about for birth control? And you know, and I what I I knew was going to happen. You know, over the next ten years was that. Everything was going to be okay, yes. and you know, and I cannot tell you that the the uh, comments I got when I even suggested any of this stuff in '73, oh, because okay. people yeah. people don't realize, you know, they, they see rules as as against them, you know, and then Jesus was, you know, no, 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 these rules, the rules I'm giving you are for you. Yeah, right. These are guidelines, guideposts. I've wired you to love and respect one another, you know, and to love and respect. You know the the relationship with God in one another, and as you do that, you know your your abilities will accelerate, and that's that prosperity that you were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. That you know if you if you work with others, mm-hmm. you're going to you know, and be and get good at it and do it in a godly way. Everyone around you is going to grow, yep. and then you, again you you help those who who aren't there yet. You know by letting them know, you no, know, you can't be a part of this inner sanctum. Mm-hmm. Because of you know, these behaviors of yours, you're going to have to work on this before you, you're allowed yes. to kind of come into yes. this. Sure. So literally, you comb the rocks out of the garden inside your mm-hmm. head. You also do it not to be not to be negativistic, you know, but to have a person know where they are yeah. in in their own personal life, their life with Christ, their their life with their family. So you know, you 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 don't throw them out into the wilderness. You put them in a place. Yeah where they can receive the help they need mm-hmm. so they can lift up and do well. That's yeah. Good. And so, you know, I, I, I was thinking too just about, you know, just about the fact that I've heard a lot of these guys say, well, you know, why is God tempting me like this? The, the, God doesn't tempt. It's right. the devil. So, you know, that's something that I learned when I came into my faith. You know, John helped me with that. I mean, how do you... You know, especially if you're not a believer, and what we're saying here today is really this is the this is the only true way to cure yourself. I mean, you can get go through detox. You're going to be on meds the rest of your life, aren't you? If you don't know the Lord, here, so I mean, how does that work? To your point, when the yeah. man said, "Why does God tempt me like yeah, this?" Yeah. Because they're frustrated mm-hmm. in this. Right. Here's what the Bible says in James chapter one, verse thirteen: Let no man say when he is tempted, "I am tempted by God." For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desire and is enticed. Then when the desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is fully grown, brings forth death. Do not be deceived, my beloved brethren. And so you see this process from a spiritual Mm -hmm. point of view, Mm -hmm. and then Michael you're bringing it from a psychiatric, yeah, yeah. but it almost has mm-hmm. that thing 
the person it's it's mm-hmm. incubating here. It's it's almost like growing. He says yeah. it's like growing this desire, and and then well, you can imagine. I mean, it was I can't believe that as you just read it, it's just so correctly. Um, de- you know, defines the way neurobiological we are. You know, if you look at you know you know a beautiful woman, say, uh-huh. you know, you know, she's a lot more than that. <laughs> you know, yeah. she's someone's daughter. Yeah. She's someone's mother. Yeah. She's you know she's intelligent. Yeah. She's she's all the rest of these things. Now my short circuit uh-huh. is just going to see the beautiful woman. Uh-huh. And if I practiced my short circuit leading, mm. I'm going I'm going to go with whatever direction my short stupid circuit <laughs> goes because mm. the short circuit wasn't meant to walk around with. So when you're when you're praying continuously, what that really means is that I'm I am I have my long circuit that I'm leading with. The short circuit is, you know, hey, there's 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 a young lady, you know, approaching me. You know, already, hey, does she look in pain? Does she look, you know, whatever? And so that it begins to get that process or and then if there's something that she looks frightened about, hey, there's something really going on here that yeah. she needs she needs served. Mm-hmm. You know, so okay, well let me go and, and see what's going on. But then I'll I will see her as I look at her. I will see her as a mother, mm-hmm. you know, as a sister, as a brother, as a, as a as an executive, or whatever mm-hmm. the heck she is, and so and then I will be able to more appropriately assess what is God calling me yeah. to do here. Yeah. If I'm not leading with that long circuit, no kidding. And if I have yeah. practiced yeah. leading with the short circuit, I'm going to give that lady more problems than she mm-hmm. had before right. she met me. Yeah. Well, you know, so I, boy, that really answers a lot. So, you know, how do we retrain ourselves? to start using the long circuit. You know, it's a discipline. How do you how do you get the discipline into people that don't have faith? Uh, you know, for me, uh, I read the Bible. I always say this, but I just want everybody to understand it. And I'm on a radio show. That, I mean, that's God. I read the Bible front to back only five years ago. And, you know, because even when I, uh, you know, grew up as a kid, yeah, we went to church, but we just went in and, and left. Right. I, I, I never dissected the word. You know, I, I never dissected the word. So I'm sitting here thinking about you. And, you know, the only thing that comes to mind, especially seeing what I saw two weeks ago, there are all kinds of people that have these addictions, prominent people, you know, people that you just would say, how can that be? Sure. Their wife's beautiful or almost this or that. Assured, yeah. right? Almost assured. Almost assured. You see a President Clinton, right. suave, well, debonair, President of the yeah. United States. And that is just one example for all of us men. Right. I mean, it is, the, yeah. it is within your mm-hmm. strength. That's mm-hmm. going to lead you to your addiction. Yeah. And the more powerful you are in it, mm-hmm. the more you better have that hedge around your soul. Mm. And, and you know what? So, so the more I'm in the Word, the more I take a look at Christ when he was in you know, seclusion for 40 days and he was getting tempted by the devil. And the first thing, you know, one of the things he said, you know, in Matthew is man cannot live by bread alone, but by the word of God. So, you know, as you start to get into to more of the word, that is your shield. That is your protection. And, you know, I never knew we had armor from God. God's armor, he gave us to protect us from the enemy. And so I never even knew that until John and I discussed this last year on the show. So so listen to what you just said, and I I believe it completely. I think it's gone along with a couple of the things you've said. You know, if I'm struggling and I don't really have a faith life, you know, so I really have got nothing that's practiced, have my long circuit, you know, kind of reached in and organized in whatever way, I don't believe in any of the garbage you're saying. Right. Because I've never seen the magic. Exactly. I've never, so like for me, I saw the magic with my... my, That was me 10 years ago. I I thought, I would have thought John is crazy. I think, I think you have to be, you know, under the, like in a group or something where Mm -hmm. you actually kind of see it. 
because your heart aches for it. Mm-hmm. But if you're if there's no no what you're just lost and you're in so much pain mm-hmm. that 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 ache you know it almost makes you angry. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm using my short circuit, and so I can't go deep. So what I'm going to go? I'm going to go anxious, angry, and judgmental. There is no God. You know, mm-hmm. you know the, if there mm-hmm. was, then this, that, and the other yeah. thing. Sure. So I'm going to be pure, you know, small circuit thinking. Right. But then if I, but there is an ache, the greater part of me still hopes, yeah, but I have to wake up tomorrow morning huh. and there's another day, you yeah. know, that I've got to go into. Darn. And so, you know, it's like for me, I had a couple of my patients said, there's this Bible study that uh, it happens seven freaking 30 on Friday mornings, mind you. And I'm sitting there going, I want to do that like I want to shoot myself in the face. You know? So finally, three years later, I show up yeah. there and go, darn. Yeah. This is good. Yeah. You know, this yeah. this feeds the soul. And I'm watching yeah. other men. And yep. I, so I think being a part yes. of something like yep. that, then you, you know, and then, then again, mirror neurons. Yeah. I'm starting to catch it. Yeah. I'm, I'm starting to. The, I'm hungry for it. It I've helps you model it. It helps you model exactly. how to walk like Christ, just like our grandmothers. And, and then, so, like yeah. you're saying, then get in the Word. You have that's to. What, so they, you know, they, they will do that, and then yeah. you take notes. I know. Go home and develop those skills. Yeah. Like what Newberry was there mm-hmm. that one time. You know, Forty that, days that, of Yeah. That that hour of power right. or the you know, half hour to thrive. Mm-hmm. That first thing in the morning, as mm-hmm. you go into the day, you'll go into the rest of your your right. the rest of the day. Yeah. You know, get your Bibles open. Read it just a. A couple mm-hmm. of things. I have a, a Facebook page. That's what I do. And like I'm going through Matthew now. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll just you know, put like one little part of Matthew up and then say, you know, here's the, the reference, daily reference. Here's the daily insight. Here's what I heard today as sure. I read that. And then here's my intent to carry me with the rest of the day. Oh, I like and that. So that, yeah. that you, you kind of do that. And if you can have like someone who's done that for you, mm-hmm. you know, you know, like, you know, that gentleman. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there you go. so you, you first you want to hand it to you. Yeah. And then, you know, eventually when you read the word. You know, every time you read it, you'll hear something different. And Absolutely. how many times have I gone through Matthew? But I go yep. through Matthew and I go, I didn't mm-hmm. see that before. Right. And you know what that's telling me? And so, okay, let me apply that today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and, it really helps. And, and our last show was the fact that the word is alive. You know, it's mm-hmm. uh, it's alive. And so it, it, it changes. The older you get, the more you're going to get out of it, the more bread that you're going to come back for. And when you start, you're just drinking milk. And when John first said that to me, you gotta, i got to start you on some milk first. It is so true. Because, you know, he was saying stuff. And how and, did you feel when well, he told no, you that? <laughs> so I, I was a baby for a while uh, uh, through my faith because I just thought, I thought it was nonsense. I go, there's no way this is going to yeah. cure everything right. I'm going right. through. So uh, until you start to see the model and you start to hear other people's testimonies of how they pulled how they came through it and it was not themselves it was the power of the holy spirit they were deeper in their faith and they they said to jesus you know i want to follow you you have to take jesus as your lord and savior to start the process and i i thought that was silly you know and then i finally did it and the changeover and and what god will do for you especially if you're in the word and you are trying at least from my experience he gives you breadcrumbs to yeah. let you know you're on the right trail right right and he also gives you gifts and he does things that he you know you had nothing to do with because that is the power of it and that power if you start to see it that is what will heal you yeah and then you don't want to do the bad stuff right. for the flesh because you know that he's in you 
We are a vessel for him in the Holy Spirit. And once you do that, then that frees you from wanting to do the addictive stuff for the flesh. Well, you've got two choices. Yeah. You know, if, if you're working the short circuit and you have yeah. no real belief system, well, you can't pull right. the, that, that larger system yes. to, to come in there yeah. and dominate. And so like my, my brother said, you know, whenever I get like, like really, really angry, you know, I just say, you know, again, God, you know, Jesus be with me, be, mm. be with me in, in this anger, mm -hmm. be with me in this place. And, you know, given his faith, you know, it, it dissipates it. So you're not going to have that. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have that, what do you have? I can become I, sneakier. Yeah. Mm. I will hide it. Mm -hmm. I will get away with it. I'm so good that I'll be able to yeah. dot, dot, mm -hmm. dot. Yeah. And then you just get the heck smacked out of yes. you the next time. Yeah. And so, yeah. so but I want the, the, everyone listening to know, everyone is wired this way. Yes. Everyone struggles with this. Mm -hmm. We all have short and, 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 and long circuits. And so... You know, the, this whole thought of you know, that you know, someone has an addiction, you know, that it's, it's somehow separate and apart from and, and that you're not like others. I don't know where that came from, but that is not true. Yeah. Every human being, I've been with 30,000 people you know, my, in the mm. last 30 years. And wow. let me tell you, yeah. we've all got our struggles. We all, and you're going to have them until the day you die. Yep. We do, I mean, that, that it's, it's a little bit of a slippery thing mm -hmm. here where it's a great skill to have subconscious mind looking for nuance around you and warning you for whatever. Mm -hmm. But it's so easy to get a little bit lazy and just take that mm -hmm. as all that's there. Yep. So, yep. Michael, Dr. Dr. Shang, um, so happy you could be with us on the show today. This is 89.9 yep. Power Radio coming to you from Lorain, Ohio. But to recap something you said in the final minutes here, you've seen like 30,000 people in, the, in your practice. I'm like, Quoting yes. correctly, and and I'm, I would imagine the vast majority have some problem, maybe a serious problem, to to, to bring them here. Yeah. Right. Um, so, what would you say to the men that are going at this prayer breakfast? That David is quote, quoting some of them that are frustrated, they're in bondage, they do not want to be, they are followers of Christ, but they feel they have this ball and chain on them that they can't break the chain, and but they're 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 coming to you. I mean, they come to us, you know, we, we offer right. spiritual advice and, and you know, mm -hmm. but let's add to that your skill set uh, as a medical doctor, as a psychiatrist, as a Christian counselor. What you just have a little time with this person. What would you tell them or how would you walk them through that? Well, you know, first, what I would I would I would say, again, that fantastic. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you've recognized it, you know, and, you, yeah. and you're and you're feeling lost. Right. And, you know, and it feels to you like there's no way out because everything yeah. that you've done in your life, you know, tells you that, you know, that you're, you're nailed. You can't stop doing this. Mm -hmm. You can't. You've tried. You've tried this. You've tried that. Mm -hmm. You know, my, my, my city, you, you're here. You're asking me a question. Guess what? You know there is something mm -hmm. because you wouldn't be asking me right. if mm -hmm. you didn't know that there was yeah. some way. And that you need to increase that sense. And the only way that I know how to do it is to be around people. You know who are displaying that and growing, so that you can personally see a person mm. over the space of weeks or months grow. And that you know that guy was more like this, and you know pe people's faces change, the way they walk change, the way they talk changes. And when you see that in in fellow people who have you know, problems of their own, and they've told you, and and they're mm. there standing there, and they they're they're walking the walk, and it looks good. Number one, there is a way. Number two, you're seeing the way. Mm. Then number three, you know, you you look and you ask the members of that group, 
You know, what other resources are they using? I mean, so you may be depressed, you may have a panic attack, you may have a marital, you know, marital problems. I mean, there are going to be counselors mm -hmm. who can help you with your marital issues, especially Christian counselors. There's going to, you know, in depression and anxiety, it may just be a more psychological. And so you can have a, a psychological approach, diet, exercise, you know, or you might need medications and the medications will increase nerve growth factors to have all of your efforts, you know, come to fruition more quickly. And as you do, and as you kind of get more in touch with more of you, in all likelihood, you'll be able to drop some of those medications. But the goal is not to be on or off medications, to be at this Bible study or that. The goal is to, I feel more in him today. Mm. And I am spreading mm -hmm. that the word with all those people who love me today. So, you know, there's some people will say, oh, don't take medication. Some people will say, mm -hmm. oh, don't you know, go to therapy. That's a bunch of garbage. Some people mm -hmm. forget that. You know, what works for you? Mm. You know, what, what helps you to feel God in you? Does exercise help? Does eating fewer or more carbs help? All that can help. You know, one little fun one for me is when I'm exercising at Planet Fitness, 10 bucks a month, what mm. can you say? You know, I'm listening to Christian music. And when I open my eyes and I see all those that row of TVs that has all this garbage on mm. it, you know, I can't go as fast. If I close my eyes, if I close my eyes, Okay, I can go faster. If I listen to the words of the music and I, I try I, thinking about what it means to me, I can fly. Hmm. I mean, it's unbelievable the difference. You know, and I've, I've, hmm. I, this morning I tested it. It's interesting. I opened up my eyes, you know, just to kind of see what's going on with the latest in Trump that land or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And, and it's just like, darn, these thighs are getting, getting heavy, whatever. Oh. Close my eyes, kind of just going with the beat doesn't work. You listen to the music, ignore all. You listen to the the, yeah. the word, and then and then you know and then be kind of nourished by it. You fly. Hmm, interesting. And so mean, that I've, I've I've seen that, and I do that for like an hour a day. Oh my God, does that help your faith? So that wow. really is a physical reaction to spiritual input, both plus or minus. I mean, you, you get the negative input. True spiritual through. warfare. But it's affecting yeah. your yes. your muscle, yeah. your nervous yeah. system, your yeah. Digestive system. And, and tr I would say try it, especially as you do it over time. And so again, I you know I, I I've done this you know for a while, and you know my, I mean I, I have my issues, you know, and but my grandma gave me the faith. Uh huh. So when I when I th when I think Christ, when I think Holy Spirit, I just you know I'm there. Mm. And so you know when I when I use that, it just that that that. Uh, sense of being one with with God or, or be able to hear God's will and be able to listen to the Holy Spirit what the Holy Spirit's telling me sure. and to respond just ignites my body I'm no longer short of breath and I'm flying hmm. Hmm. that's that's kind of interesting because to, to this yeah. issue you talked about that some of these men are having that are going to be at the prayer yeah. breakfast which is April 6th David you can give more information yeah. when we close in a couple minutes but maybe if they're listening to the Word of God or if they're listening on a headset to yeah. Uh, uplifting hymns or music because so much of their downfall is visual. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I mean, it's just these visual Absolutely. images yeah. are triggering yeah. what you call the short circuit or that yes. part of the circuitry and influencing their physicality. But to, to, to offer an alternative, just don't say, just don't do it. God right. love, you know, right. Mrs. Right. Nixon, you know, right. I mean, uh, uh, Ronnie Reagan's wife, yeah. just don't do it. But the idea being that can we offer this as a supplement, what you just said, doctor, yeah. in terms of, all right, listen 
to something when you're in the car or you're working out or you're walking or you're working on your computer. Put a headset on. Listen to the Word of God. Listen to uplifting hymns. Listen to just good music or sounds. And then realize that the eye, your visual has gotten in you so much trouble. Let's try the auditory. Let's try the different and see how that affects your physicality. Your, Your auditory system, when you first learn how to hear, it sets up arrays that 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 set up the frequencies with which the the brain receives information mm-hmm. and so you know there's some people who are visual learners some people are auditory but but as far as the arrays that that kind of align mm-hmm. conscious subconscious mind they're they're primarily auditory and and then if you if you like you go to youtube set yourself up 10 20 songs that you're feeling you want to hear you know that that will that, that feel that feel right that feel good and then just keep on shifting them up you know, and it's just a wonderful way yeah, to kind that, of that, that's get that a, that's right That's a nice feeling. little takeaway because it, it's it, really like, because yeah. their go-to probably yeah. before uh-huh. was that magazine or that TV program mm-hmm. or that yeah. whatever. But now they, you prescribe right. them, yeah. have these 20 songs, have this yeah. teaching tape on, that you can listen to passively. You don't have to be, but you're offering a substitute rather than your go-to, the default always was before was that magazine, that book, that movie. Yeah, it's what, what's God's view of my life? Yeah. So as I walk around, what I, want to, what I want to feel is, what does God want me to hear, see, mm. say? You know, and when I'm with somebody, you know, what does God want us to yeah. talk about, to say? And then I can only, and literally, you've got to remember the third, the third circuit because she's a, a mother. Mm. You know, she's, a, she's a child. She's a, she's a, so you have to remember the connections that I have to you know, my wife, my mm-hmm. kids, you know, oh, my family, and you know, so that that I can really then be really fine tuned to exactly what I who I am and am not to this person. So uh, we really appreciate you taking the time, uh, Doctor Sang. And again, um, you know, you anyone that's interested, yeah, and uh, in Michael and uh, Doctor Sang, <clears throat> and you know, so many guys, mm-hmm. not uh, people I know that we recommend to go to them and. You know, we're just happy to do so. And, and yeah. people, I don't know, if you want to give out your information, but David, I want you to first tell about the breakfast that's coming up. Yes. Uh, so we have a men's breakfast at the Bay Presbyterian Church. The address is 25415 Lake Road in Bay Village, Ohio. Um, it is April 6th, Saturday, and we start at uh, 7 a.m. We have breakfast, and then we get right into uh, uh, the uh, session. And Michael... Uh, Dr. Michael Sang will be speaking there about addictions and how to break free from it. And primarily, we're going to be talking about uh, it's the fact that you have a separation from God. And for those of you that are just coming into your faith drinking milk like I drank milk when I first got into it, uh, you might not understand that. And that's the reason uh, Michael and John and I have been telling you that you need to get around a community so that you can learn more about what we're talking about. And it truly is a healing thing. You know, the, the interesting thing is, John, when I started going to your house, you always had Christian music playing in the background. I was like, boy, that's like I hear angels. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> then, uh, so then I started doing that. Mm, yeah. So, you know, we're in our house and, and I put it on. And when it's not on, I miss it. Yeah. Because I'm like, man, you know, that really made me feel good just right. hearing it. Because right. right. it's uplifting. It's freeing. Well, it, it also it, says God yeah. inhabits the praises of his people. Oh. So when I lived in Asia for many years, yeah. where there's a lot of... Mm-hmm. Um, spiritual, I right. mean, uh, spirits. They believe right, right. there's demonic spirits and all this all over the place. 
<laughs> there is a spirit realm. So when we would play music, mm -hmm. uplifted music, hymns and the mm -hmm. word, it would lift the atmosphere of the house, so yeah. to speak. It would permeate. And it would really, when you didn't have it, you feel uh, yeah. not depressed, but you didn't, you feel lower spiritual yeah. temperature. Like you're missing something. So just, it, you, it yeah. doesn't require you to play right. the instrument. Just plug the thing in. It is great. But I also wanted to say, uh -huh. again, um, the prayer breakfast is coming mm -hmm. up, and there's going to yeah. be an opportunity for questions and answers. Yes. And also, uh, the website is bayprez.org. So it has all the calendar of events there. Is that a free so, event? Yes, it is. Okay. And, and we'll have breakfast too, coffee, juice, and you know we provide all that. And again, the cost to you is, is nothing. Just come. And Final thoughts, Doctor Say. For for anyone who's who's interested in just hearing more, you know, if, from the, my my point of view, my way of of approaching faith. So I have the my website, the Oneness Approach to Faith, and it's really made for people who, you know, don't have, don't know faith, and so it, it's it's a it's a it's like an intro, and then if you are faithful, it can help you to know okay, how do I apply it on a daily basis, <clears throat> and then there's uh, on my I have a, a Oneness Approach on the Facebook where I go through you know, various parts of the Bible and just each day, just, you know, hey, here's, here's a little bit of the Bible I saw. Here's the insight that I got, and here's the, you know, the intent that I have. And I, some people are kind of enjoying that. How do they get to that then? Just, you know, onenessapproach.com is my website. And then if you go to Facebook, Oneness Approach on Facebook. And that has information about you if they want further contact. Absolutely. You. Okay. And YouTube, I've got 500 videos on depression, anxiety, whatever the heck you want to know about. Okay, and if they <laughs> wanted to call you, they could get the information from... Absolutely. Or just 440-934-8777. Yeah. Okay. Well, great. Uh, thank you, uh, Thanks. David. Thanks, and Michael. thank you, uh, yeah. Michael, uh, Dr. Michael Sang. And we hope as we go into this new year, in the, well into 2019, to have you on the show and then really open it up for question and answers. Yes. In the I would future. love it. That sounds okay. like fun. Yeah, let's do that All right. Again. God bless you. Thanks again for listening. This is 89.9 FM Radio. Power Radio coming to you from beautiful Lorain, Ohio. And God bless you. Have a great week. Have a great week. All right.